Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver. I am a licensed psychologist here in Georgia and it is time for the tea. Tea Time with Dr. Tarver is a wellness-based podcast. It is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health provider. Welcome to this third Wednesday in January. Time is moving so swiftly, isn't it? And we have talked this month about what are some of the barriers to us reaching our goals and how can we be more successful so that we don't end up being in that 85% of people who by February have not made any progress on their goals, if you're even still thinking about them. So I was in watch. I was watching Disney's Encanto uh, this past week. You all know I love a good cartoon and a good word from a show. And if you have not seen it, I definitely encourage you to see it. it has so much good stuff in it. I'll give you a brief synopsis without trying to ruin it for you if you have not seen it. So it is a story of a family. There is the uh, uh, a husband and wife. They just have three babies and. Unfortunately, the village in which they live falls under attack. So they're fleeing this village. As you can imagine, it's very traumatic for them. The village is all, you're seeing all the villagers try to escape. And then you see the husband look at the wife and he then goes toward the guards, the armed force that is destroying this town. And he essentially sacrifices himself so that she and the other villagers can be saved. Now you can imagine how very difficult it must be to have just had three children, lost your husband, lost your home. This woman is clearly devastated. Well, it turns out that she is gifted with this magic candle. She is here weeping, trying to figure out what she's going to do. And this magical candle uh, appears. And this candle is a candle that is going to create a village for everyone to live in that is going to be protected, but also all of her children, including these triplets and their kids, end up having a gift, a gift that can contribute to the town in some way. However, if you know anything about trauma, you know that if you don't address the things that are underneath those wounds, they will cause cracks in the foundation. They're going to seep back out. And this is essentially what happens. This magical home uh, that is created for her, it has cracks in the foundation. And the cracks are things like perfectionism and not feeling like you can disappoint people and feeling like you have to be the strong one and that you can't ever take a break or allow anyone to help you. It is being people that are ostracized in the family, feeling like you never quite measure up, that what you do is not going to be good enough, feeling like you can't really be yourself because it won't be valued, and, and sacrificing so much for others that you lose yourself. Now, if that's not a good word, I don't know what is. But it led me to the topic for today, struggles and sacrifice. It's not always glorious reaching goals. So let's talk a little bit about sacrifice. Now, essentially what sacrifice is, is giving up something that I desire for something that I potentially desire more. So it is me telling myself, hey, let me put on hold something that I may want in this moment, short term, in order for me to get a long term payoff of something that is going to allow me to be even better 
I'm going to, you all have plenty of examples, I'm sure. I'm going to save money by not going out to eat. And I'm going to take that money that I use uh, that would have been spent on going out to eat and take it in. And it, and it then becomes a, a way that I'm able to pay for a home that I may be interested in purchasing. It can help play closing costs over time. Or it can actually allow me to be able to have enough money to put as a down payment. You have made decisions not to eat something that is higher in calorie to sacrifice, even though it tastes delicious, to sacrifice so that you might meet a weight loss goal. So you choose something that is maybe not as tasty, but lower in calorie because you recognize that it's a way for you to get to a place where you're trying to reach. It may be that you have made a sacrifice to downsize your home or to move in with parents or or move back to a place that's cheaper as you're attempting to be able to save money to go on a vacation or be able to have much more money for your family to utilize. Right. So you make that sacrifice in the short term or take a job that pays less because it is an opportunity for you to be able to move up and ultimately make more money over time. The challenge, of course, with sacrifice is that we are, in fact, giving up something that we desire. And you know, just like I know, that it is very difficult to give up the things that we want, especially things that we may have had and now we can't have them anymore. Now, the goal of sacrifice, of course, is to get a return on that investment, but that doesn't make it any easier for us to be able to give up things that we want. Now, the important thing about sacrifice is that it is important that you actually give some value to this goal you're trying to attain because it's not going to be worth sacrificing if I don't actually feel like what I'm going to get in return is going to be of at least equal value, but preferably of more value. And it's important for us to have those clear goals. Well, you know, I talk to you about reasonable goals, things that I'm able to reach, but also goals that are realistic, things that I can reach in a measurable amount of time so that I'm actually able to have something that is going to be able to be, I'm going to be able to be consistent with. I am just tongue tied today, y'all. Y'all just work with a sister. Um, And so what often ends up happening is when we're making sacrifices, either we're not clear about the goal that we're working toward, the sacrifice does not in our minds feel like it's worth what we're trying to accomplish. Because as you know, in order to keep going with something, I have to be motivated to be able to do it. Or we meet a challenge along the way because challenges are going to happen, right? We talked about last week that you're going to have some setbacks. You're going to have some failures. And what happens when I experience a failure could be that I then stop wanting to pursue this goal because I don't feel like it's something that that can happen. So I'm here I am making this significant sacrifice and I feel like this is something that's not going to happen because I've had a setback or I failed at it. So that's going to make us less likely to want to be able to give up something to have this high cost when again I don't feel like it's going to benefit me long term. So I do want you all to know that sacrifice does not necessarily equate to suffering and I know that when we are making sacrifices it may not always feel that way. However a sacrifice is often made to prevent you from suffering at some point in the future or to minimize the impact of your suffering, right? So so go back to an example, we commonly talk about weight loss. And oftentimes we lose weight because of health reasons. 
Maybe that my cholesterol is high. Maybe that um, my diabetes is getting out of control. It may be that I, because of my weight, I'm now having problems with my joints, my knees, my back. And so I'm making a sacrifice so that I won't be continuing to suffer long term, that I can minimize the impact of the damage that might have been caused by me gaining this weight. It may allow me to get off medications that I've been on. So in that way, the suffering that I might experience in the short term because I have to make some habits, uh, change some habits, is going to equate to some good changes long term that are going to reduce me suffering. One of the other things that I like for people to think about when you're talking about sacrifice is that you must have established what you can and cannot sacrifice. In other words, what are my negotiables and non-negotiables? So there may be certain things that you are not going to give up. You may not want to give up your quality of sleep. For example, some of us need seven, eight hours of sleep. Some of us can deal with five or six. A non-negotiable for me may be that I cannot do anything that's going to disrupt my sleep because in disrupting my sleep, it causes me all these other problems. It may be for you that you're not going to sacrifice your income. Because for you, you've worked hard, you've done all of the trainings, got all the certifications, degrees or whatever, the years of experience that have allowed you to move up. So one of the things that you're not going to negotiate about is pay. So whenever I'm making a move, even if it's short term, I'm not going to be paid less than what I'm worth. I may make a lateral move, but I'm not going to lose any money, right? So whatever it is, you need to go ahead and decide up front, what are some things that I'm just not willing to negotiate and then that will allow you to be able to consider what are some of the things that I can sacrifice because you may on the other side of the spectrum be someone who can take less pay because it allows you to conserve your mental health and so for you it's the mental health that's the non-negotiable I can't be in a high stress high demand environment because it causes me physical ailments and it uh, it messes with my mental health and so I may be okay taking a pay cut I'll figure out how to cut back on expenses so we can live comfortably with this pay cut if it's going to allow me to be well. Now there are some things that it may be important for you to look at. Some of the things that we can sacrifice are often our ego and our pride. Sometimes our comfort and our gratification, right? Because a lot of times we want things instantly. We don't want to wait for things. Uh, and, and we accuse the younger generation of being that type of generation where you want a quick return on very little investment. Whereas a lot of us who are a little bit older, maybe in your 40s now, you may be thinking, well, we we came up in a generation where you paid your dues, but I do have limits as to how long I'm going to pay those dues and how I'm going to be treated in the process, especially once I feel like I've grown enough to be able to move up. So this is why everybody's sacrifice looks different. And it's important that you don't compare your sacrifice to someone else's sacrifice because you may be working for something completely different than someone else and that's okay. And the other thing that we need to remember is whenever you're going to take something away, you have to make sure that you're putting something in its place. So what is going to be my reinforcement for continuing to stay in this sacrifice? For Lent, Every year, a lot of people sacrifice. I'm going to give up soda. I'm going to give up chocolate. I'm going to give up fried foods. I'm going to give up meat. 
And those are short-term sacrifices, but then there isn't any continued behavior after that because your reinforcement is gone. You don't have anything that you put in place to make these long-standing changes. Now, the purpose of Lent isn't just simply to make a short-term change. It's really meant to help propel you toward a longer-term change. And so the purpose of sacrificing in that short term, you're reading the word, you might be fasting, uh, you might be a part of a prayer group. So these are the things I'm replacing these behaviors I'm trying to stop with is I'm adding these other things. I'm adding this support. I'm adding this fellowship, this community of believers that are going to allow me to be able to stick with this goal. But we essentially get down to, okay, now it's Easter. I'm back in my old habits. That doesn't necessarily benefit you if you're trying to make a longer term change or reach a goal that's, again, not going to fall into the sea of forgetfulness. And then two years later, you're not even doing anything related to the goal, even though you didn't really fully accomplish it in the way you set out. So what does that mean? All right, I know y'all like for me to make it clear for you. So let's talk about the steps, what the steps of sacrifice are going to look like. I've already told you, you need to determine, first off, what are your non-negotiables um, and your negotiables? Because that's really important when you're setting up your sacrifice in the first place. Because we don't want sacrifice to be detrimental to you. Again, sacrifice does not equal suffering. Though, again, we may feel like we're suffering at the time. Sacrifice should be something that is going to add in some way to you long term. And so you don't want to do anything that's going to put you or anyone else in harm's way. Now, that doesn't mean it's not going to be challenging because, of course, we know that it's a sacrifice for a reason. If it wasn't a sacrifice, you all know I like to say it would just be a regular Wednesday. So it is going to be something that's challenging for you, but it is important that you do something that is sustainable. And this is goes back to when we were talking about how you create a goal in the first place. If it's not going to be something I'm able to maintain, I'm not going to be willing to commit to this sacrifice. So make sure that your sacrifice and your goal are connected. If I cannot see where I'm going, you all know I like to say this, then how am I supposed to get there? So how is this sacrifice even going to allow me to get to the goal? And so a lot of times we end up making sacrifices, one, that aren't sustainable, but two, that aren't even going to help us get where we're trying to go. If I weigh 600 pounds and I set an unrealistic goal of being able to lose 100 pounds in a month, and I say I'm going to start by getting up and running three miles per day, I'm going to make that sacrifice. I'm going to get up. I'm going to run. I'm going to make sure that I'm up in the morning instead of me um, eating. I'm going to run right away. How realistic is that? And how is it actually going to get you to your goal? You are going to hurt yourself if you try. And realistically, you wouldn't even be able to run with that much weight on you. Right. So we have to be really clear about a goal. One, but two, it has to be realistic. And three, it actually has to be something that we can achieve, because if they're not connected, then the sacrifice is going to seem in vain. And if there is not a reason for me to continue a sacrifice again, I'm not going to continue it. So it's really important as we're thinking about our sacrifices that you think about where you are. You cannot make a sacrifice based on where you think someone else wants you to be. And this is what happens in the movie Encanto. Sacrifices are being made for other people, but they're not anything that I want to do. So I am miserable and I'm not going to be able to sustain it. 
And again, we don't need to compare ourselves to other people. People are in different places. So I need to create a goal and a sacrifice that fits me. It doesn't need to look like anyone else's. It doesn't need to even be something someone else approves of. Because here's the other aspect of that. Not everyone is going to be with you in your journey. Not everyone is going to applaud you and encourage you with this sacrifice. In fact, as many of you well know, you may have people in your life that do the absolute opposite of that. So here I am telling you, I'll go back to our Lynn example. I'm giving up fried foods. What is this person going to do? They're going to take you to a, a fried seafood restaurant where there is nothing on the menu but fried food. Now you say, now friend, I told you I wasn't eating any fried. Oh, don't worry about it. This is just a cheat day. You can get back on it tomorrow. And it is that kind of stuff that allows us to easily fall off. Because when I fall off that one day, guess what's going to happen? It's going to be easier and easier for me to justify not continuing this sacrifice. When you're making sacrifice, you have to set yourself up for what? Supportive people. You have to have people in your life who are going to hold you accountable and support you. And you're going to see support is going to be something always there. And that may mean, here's your plug for therapy. That may mean I may need some assistance in creating a goal and what kind of sacrifice is realistic for me to make. And then I also, as I'm making this goal and thinking about my sacrifice, need to make sure that I'm not around people who are going to deter me. Right. So you have different people in your life for different reasons. So don't go to people that aren't going to be able to support you when you need them to be able to help you in this sacrifice. You are going to be disappointed and they are going to be the same. They're going to show up being today who they were yesterday. So why are we getting upset with them for being who they've already shown us they are? So it is important that I make sure that I have the accurate right support system in place. Now. Again, be aware that some things will start off as a sacrifice initially before they become a habit, before they become behavior change. And our goal is actually behavior change. When we're talking about reaching something, we don't just want to reach it and stop. So it's not that I just lose weight, it's that I maintain the weight loss. It's not that I work on a financial goal of having a thousand dollars in my savings account at the end of the year. It's that I maintain that amount of money and I keep adding to it. It's not just that I start my business in this year. It's that I'm able to continue that business in upcoming years, that it grows, that it is allowed to have a positive at the end of the year, not a negative. I don't want to be in a deficit at the end of the year. I don't want to be in the red. I want to be in the black. Uh, always bet on black. So it is important for you to be able to recognize that this is something that is not short term, even though the sacrifice may be short term. After the sacrifice happens, now this has become a part of my life. It's no longer a sacrifice for me because I'm so used to doing it that now it is what a habit It's the change. So this is our ultimate goal. So again, I don't want you to think that this is something that I'm going to do temporarily because you're going to set yourself up for failure too. Because in your mind, if you have a date in your head about, okay, once I get to this point, then I'm good. Guess what's going to happen? After that date, you're going to start sliding back into other stuff and then you're going to be right back where you started. And then you'll have the same goal next year. Some of you have had goals that you have been working on for years that you haven't progressed on because you start a sacrifice, but you don't actually make the changes to maintain it. Now, it is also important that you have affirmation along the way. 
You need some good jobs. You need a reinforcement. How are you going to celebrate your success? Because again, as part of any goal, it's hard, it's tough. So what, what kind of milestones am I going to mark so that again, that sacrifice is connected to this goal. I can see it happening. It's important for us to be able to visualize where we're going, that we're making progress. If I keep working out, I'm, I'm, I'm eating healthy, and six weeks later, I haven't noticed any change in my body, Am I going to want to continue? No, I need to know that my sacrifice is paying off, which means I need to have those milestone markers along the way. Like, oh, hey, you're making progress in this area. And when we talk about progress, progress doesn't mean I met the goal. Progress means that I am on my way towards seeing it to fruition because I've got these steps outlined. Okay, short term sacrifice, long term gain, lifetime change. Be well.